Why have you summoned me? Demon, I, King Solomon, chosen by God to rule Israel from all the sons of King David, wish to be entertained. Uh, you, you sound a lot like that, uh, that factory tour guide. What's a factory? Nothing. What's a factory? Uh, um, um, what do I look like? A podcast host? No, I said I wish to be entertained. I wish for you to give me a minute-by-minute rundown of all my numerous extra-biblical escapades. That is, the adventures of I, King Solomon, who was definitely me. Hmm, as you wish. And I also wish, Demon, that you besprinkle these episodic tales with various extra-special bonus episodes. It seems like you're asking for a lot. Silence! Do as I, Solomon, command thee. Just make sure to sprinkle them judiciously. We don't want all bonus episodes. What don't we want? All bonus episodes! Your wish is my command! Oops! and welcome to another episode of The Exorcist Minute, a show where we normally examine, extrapolate, and excavate The Exorcist minute by terrifying minute. My name is Lester Ryan Clark. And I'm Keenan Diaz. And we are still your holy guides on this journey through, oops, all bonus episodes as we stand in solidarity with the WGA and SAG-AFTRA strikes. And folks, you're in luck this week. Last time we got extra biblical. This week we are getting extra, extra biblical as we continue our examination of the apocryphal text of the Testament of Solomon. Mm-hmm. Kenan, what do you remember about the Testament of Solomon from last week? Very little. Let's think <laughs> here. Okay, so... <laughs> I remember our (laughs) last time on Testament of Solomon. (laughs) I remember our first Testament of Solomon because I just listened to it. (laughs) But then Testament of Solomon 2 isn't out yet. So uh, what's happened? He he brings um, Ornius, our friend, the pesky demon Uh uh um, uh, there. And then Ornius is like, okay, I'm going to I'm going to tell you about the prince of all demons. Right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And the prince of all demons is named. Is that Beelzebub or somebody else? Yeah, that's Beelzebub. Oh, Beelzebub. Yeah. Beelzebub. What are you going to go with? Beelzebub um, or Beelzebub? I mean, you know what? Mm-hmm. In the text, it changes several times. <laughs> oh, Solomon, you yeah, scamp. <laughs> I know. Who obviously wrote this thing. <laughs> so then I believe if I remember, you have to fill in a lot of the blanks here, I think, Lester. Okay. But then, so now he gets control over Beelzebub. And, mm-hmm. and then Beelzebub is like, okay, I'm going to send these demons to you. And, and a bunch of them are going to come to you. And you, you have to figure out um, like a jobs fair, I guess. Figure yeah. out where they're going to fit in within <laughs> the building of this temple. Because <laughs> that's not something Beelzebub does. Beelzebub uh-huh. can get them to show up. But mm-hmm. he's not like an HR person. Right. This is This is the career fair. At, at high school, <laughs> right? Exactly. Where you're you're meeting all the you know the different uh, potential companies that you might uh, you know sell your soul to once you graduate. But instead of multiple companies, it's just Solomon at every desk. It is I, yeah, Solomon. Solomon. <laughs> uh, what else do we need to fill in the gaps here? That's I all that's I remember. Good. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, and, and, and we've met a couple of demons so far. Mm-hmm. Um, we met uh, 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 Ashmedai or or Asmodeus, mm-hmm. right? Um, and we got him to uh, to uh, 
stamp the clay with his mighty feet, uh, right? Mm-hmm. Because he hates water, and because Solomon <laughs> um, is uh, is a little uh, um, uh, vindictive here. Yeah, we're gonna see that a lot today. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yeah. he's like, "Yeah, you don't like water, so you got to dredge out the mud." And mm-hmm. and we learned last week how to make bricks. Yes, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> From Solomon. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yes. So yeah. So so Solomon has quite a few uh, pesky demons to help him build this uh, first temple of Israel. Unfortunately, time has not been kind to Solomon. We're starting to see that he isn't the most empathetic boss. Uh, what ratings would uh, would he get on Glassdoor today? Do you think? <laughs> I've never been on Glassdoor. What do they do? They have fancy things. It's stars. He'd certainly get like a two out of stars. But is it like like? Um, chili pepper and <laughs> chili pepper. <laughs> like how spicy is Solomon? Yeah, chili pepper and tofu and uh, yeah, I don't know. I think store. I think that would be for the demons. Like how spicy <laughs> are the demons? And then and then how I don't know. Next to Solomon, it would just be like like a hammer or something like that. <laughs> well, I was gonna say He's a like whip, fun. but he doesn't use a whip. Uh, no, he uses yeah. his ring. Yeah, he uses a yeah. So it'd be, but like he gets he he gets other people to hit these demons for him. <laughs> That's right. He doesn't want to get his 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 soft hands dirty. <laughs> All right, he's got that ring there. Yeah. But yeah, no, no Glassdoor is just you know you kind of like you rate the the company and you rate the uh, the employer and uh, and yeah. Um, um, but yeah, so I'm I'm thinking Solomon, he would uh, he would get a solid two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I'd go for. From um from at from at Modius, um, <laughs> would be the at symbol, and then and a capital M, and then and then a zero, mm-hmm, right, and then uh, a D, uh, and then uh, um, uh, yes, <laughs> yes, yeah, so I'll never figure out who that is. Yeah, <laughs> who left that one? <laughs> say Anana Anonymodius. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we have to we have to start all over, and we have to make that sound like like I came up with that at first. <laughs> Do whatever you have all the power. I am just the right. demon. Yeah. You are the you are the Solomon of this mm-hmm, podcast. Mm-hmm. Do you see this ring in the form of um, the, uh, the, the this this thousand dollar microphone? No. <laughs> oh, but the, the the editing software. Oh yes, yes, yes. The editing software. I right? don't have any. Yes. You've got it. Whereas I have the audacity. <laughs> To command these sound waves to do whatever I want them to do. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, except make my voice sound good. Oh, <laughs> oh, no. stop it! Everyone yeah. loves your voice. Yeah, no, I know. I was fishing for compliments. <laughs> well, you go. You're gonna yeah. get them. Yeah, there we go. Um, okay, but yeah. In any case, we take a slight turn this week as some of our demons are not so keen to follow Solomon's orders, uh, despite the awesome power of the ring. And by awesome, I mean like awe-inspiring. I don't mean like you know, tubular or radical, but mm-hmm. I guess, I don't know. I mean, I guess you could do that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure, sure. Um, the Archangel Michelangelo gives it to him and a slice of pizza. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, so folks, if you'll remember, uh, Keenan and I decided to pick three of our favorite demons and talk about them here. So today you are going to get six. Six? Six demons for the price of... Uh, 36. <laughs> That's actually a lot less. Um, I don't know why I said it that way, but here we go. Actually, everything I just said is a lie because oh, <laughs> our first entry, our first entry is not one, 
not two, not six, not six, <laughs> but seven demons in one. Oh. Um, I feel like the, the Billy Mays of demons right now. Right? <laughs> I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying to sell Solomon some weird uh, demon bundle. Um, but, but, but you can only summon me from two to three in the morning. That's, that's when Solomon knows it's time to go to bed. He's like, Oh, you know, I got the Billy Mays demon again. He's trying to sell me, uh, like this worm that cuts limestone. Like you wouldn't believe. Let's take a look. Let's take a look at the worm that cuts limestone. (laughs) Billy Mays here. I don't know how to do it. I don't remember what, what Billy Mays sounds like. Oh, he's, he's, it's like he has a megaphone attached to his mouth at all times. He doesn't. He just came out of the womb like that. I was very tempted to just go into Gilbert Gottfried, but you know, <laughs> he's not Gilbert Gottfried. No. 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 He says, Billy Mays here with the secret power of worms. <laughs> you too can now have limestone cut special for your house or temple. <laughs> ah. But no, okay, so this next group is actually pretty cool. They are the Seven Sisters of Darkness, Mm. or sometimes the Seven Sisters of the Underworld. Mm -hmm. Again, if we're keeping track of cool metal band names, um, like Solomon and the Seven Sisters of Darkness, I mean, that sounds pretty pretty good. That's pretty good, yeah. Mm -hmm, mm Mm-hmm. Solomon doesn't do any work at all. The seven sisters are, you know, like one of them's the vocals, one of them does the bass, one of them, you know, and Solomon just, I don't know, he 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 does what what he imagines dancing to be. <laughs> but he probably takes care of the merch and stuff. <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah, that's what, yeah. Takes care of the merch and the money. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm just saying, guys, Solomon and the Seven Sisters of Darkness are probably not taken, so somebody grab that Yeah, up. that's great. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, okay, but yeah, okay, let's have a listen. This is verse 34. And I glorified God afresh, who gave me this authority, and ordered another demon to come before me. And there came seven spirits, females, bound and woven together, fair in appearance and comely. And I, Solomon, seeing them, questioned them and said, Who are ye? But they, with one accord, said with one voice, We are the thirty-three elements of the cosmic ruler of the darkness. And the first said, I am deception. The second said, I am strife. The third, I am clothod, which is battle. The fourth, I am jealousy. The fifth, I am power. The sixth, I am error. The seventh, I am am the worst of all, and our stars are in heaven, seven stars humble in sheen, and all together, and we are called, as it were, goddesses. We change our place, all and together, and together we live, sometimes in Lydia, sometimes in Olympus, sometimes in a great mountain. Okay, so we got a lot to unpack here. Um, firstly, when he asks them who they are, they they all answer, of one accord and in one voice. I, I think I said it on the show before. Like, I love these monsters that are both one and many, right? Like these hive mind or multifaceted monsters that, you know, that, that's just such a cool concept to me, right? Yeah, and again, like Legion, right? I mean, exactly, precisely <laughs> yeah. like Legion, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, like, it, it just makes for a really cool like final fantasy boss right because like they all work together you got to focus mm-hmm. your attack on one of them right because like mm-hmm. like this one's healing the other one so you got to take that one out first and that one takes care of the shields or whatever you know <laughs> but then you don't know that the other one in the corner has revive 
You didn't know that the first no. time you played through. I, there's no, there's no way to 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 beat this boss like the first time. Around, right? <laughs> exactly. It's trial and error. Hey, error. Like like one of the one of the the ladies here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so they're everything. It sounds like. What are they left out? I mean, they have error and jealousy and strife and everything. Yeah. Well, okay. And, and they say we are the. 33 elements of the cosmic ruler of the darkness. Oh, I got 33 elements of the cosmic <laughs> ruler of the darkness telling me one thing, you're telling me another thing. But I try, like I tried to figure that out. I was like 30 33 <laughs> is is not visible by 7. What is even going on here? Like <laughs> That's true. So two sisters are left out of that final round, right? Cuz it would be 35 times 5 is is I mean, 7 times 5 is 35. So. I do, you you've already lost me. <laughs> How do we get to 33? How do, how do you get 33 out of seven? Mm-hmm. So each of them have four, and then five of them have a fifth. I will trust you. But the two um, of them don't. Sure. <laughs> if it's as evenly distributed as possible. It might not be. Yeah. Like four of them, or wait, hold on. Seven of, six of them could have, <laughs> six of them could have one. Yeah. <laughs> and then and one then of half them a has... dozen could have the other. <laughs> <laughs> but okay like so so there's a note right below mm-hmm. right from from one of the scribes and he says um this is probably not supposed to be 33 it's supposed to be 36 that doesn't help it, uh, well <laughs> I, let's say seven at the, yeah well no seven seven times nine <laughs> seven times nine is 63 never mind <laughs> i am not a math teacher folks uh, four times nine, right? Four times nine is 36. Yes. yes. So that, what is that That's mean? what I meant to say. <laughs> I'm just going to edit the other part out. <laughs> you have the power. I do, right? Um, but yeah, so, so like four times nine is 32. Like, but I, I, still don't, I still don't understand like what we're, what we're trying to get at here. No, like, I don't understand. Yeah. Um, it, the, the, there's some talk about them being like um, uh, having to do with the astrological signs. Okay. But literally – Solomon meets the demons of the Zodiac later. Mm-hmm. So, so it's not that because they, they don't come back. They're not included. Right. So I don't know. Um, yeah. He goes, the scribe goes on to say that like the grouping of evil spirits by sevens is a common thing in Babylonian and Jewish uh, folklore. Um, and then they cite a bunch of like examples. And mm-hmm. then they say that it could also be referring to the seven planets. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they go on to say that, uh, um, they don't align with like, like, like I said, we get uh, uh, the demons of the Zodiac later and these sisters are not included in that, right? Mm-hmm. So the scribe is citing this as proof that this is a, a composite document, right? Stuff that stuff has been added later because it doesn't, stuff has been added later because it doesn't match up. Okay. Um, but fo- folks have tried to match them with the seven deadly sins. When was that invented? Well, there there is a thing. Um, I I do believe it comes a little bit later. Mm-hmm. Where uh, and we might talk about this. Uh, the seven princes of hell, mm-hmm. and they align with the seven deadly sins. Okay. But as we can see here, right, strife and power, like that doesn't that doesn't fit with the seven deadly sins. So right. they've mm-hmm. they've really really tried to to make these like the sisters of the seven deadly sins, but it doesn't it doesn't fit. Right. right. So I just did a quick remembrance on Google, and uh-huh. the seven deadly sins were invented in the three hundreds of the Common Era, so the fourth okay. century CE. So yeah, that would have been later. So again, I mean, maybe that did happen, right? Like maybe they're adding <laughs> to the Testament of Solomon and trying to make that work while still keeping the the original intact, right? And then right. there's like um, uh, uh, compromise <laughs> compromise uh-huh. sins, like battle. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
Yeah, yeah. Because this, folks, remember, right? Like we're 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 pretty sure that the Testament of Solomon was written somewhere between like the first and the third century. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, you know, well after Solomon's time, but before kind of the concept of the seven deadly sins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. So. But but after um, after the time of Christ, right? Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's going to oh, yeah. come into big play in uh, one of the we, demons yeah, we're going to talk about. There's some. Definite um, uh, hints that this was written after the time of Christ. <laughs> yeah, we're, that we're going to see. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Un- unless these demons really can tell the future, I don't know. You know. <laughs> um, but yeah, and, and then someone pointed out that they could be um, the demonized versions of the Pleiades, um, uh-huh, right? Also known as the Seven Sisters. Um, it's a. It's a. It's a. Um, a star cluster within the constellation of Taurus. Uh, mm-hmm. And in Greek mythology, they were companions of Artemis, uh, goddess of the hunt, mm-hmm. and uh, the, the teachers and the nursemaids of Dionysus, or, or Bacchus, uh, as he's called in Roman mythology. Um, so again, um, we got the demonizing of pagan gods, mm-hmm. which you know further confirms this as, a, <laughs> as definitely a Christian text. <laughs> okay, right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. And uh, you'll notice, folks, that like in the text, um, it never mentions that these seven uh, uh, demon ladies are sisters. Um, oh, right. Uh huh. But like everyone's saying, oh, the seven sisters of the underworld, the seven sisters of darkness, right? Um, but uh, so, and and because of the the connection to the Pleiades, they're like, oh yeah, they're probably sisters, you know. Just like uh, just like those three ladies, uh, three vampire ladies are probably Dracula's wives, even though <laughs> the book never says that either. That's very presumptuous. <laughs> yeah, right. That says a lot. Like it could be one of them could be his sister, one of them could be his uh-huh. mom. We don't right. know. Mm-hmm. One of them could be just a lady. Uh, right. Mm-hmm. And if if he's turned them into vampires as, from humans, right? That, does that mean that they're his wife automatically? That's that's rude. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Was one of them like? his his wife when he was not a vampire mm. and so that one like has like the most clout and you know like when 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 dracula's away mm-hmm. she's just like you know sitting with the other it's like let me t- let me let me tell you about this guy. <laughs> you know, never never ever ever takes the you know uh the, the clothes out of the dryer uh-huh. you know. <laughs> always 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 with the socks like you know uh, the stinky socks on the on the on the foot of the bed. <laughs> oh, you know. So I I ran into an old friend of mine yesterday. We we uh, we all got together and saw him. He's living in New York. Mm-hmm. And then um, I was like, Oh, how's how's uh, how's Christina? And he's like, Oh, she's doing so well. You know, she's doing her her performance art. And I was like, Oh, that's so interesting. That's so new for. Her. That's so mm-hmm. great. And, and I'm glad you guys are out there together and all that. Yeah. You know, doing art. And then um, our mutual friend was like, Oh, so how long have you been with Christina? And he said, "Well, that's mm-hmm. my sister. So my entire uh-huh. life." <laughs> there you go. That that answers that question, right? There. Right. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, they introduce themselves, and each of them seems to represent something malicious in and of itself, or or something which which brings humans to ruin. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, deception, strife, battle, jealousy, power, error. And the worst of all, which has no name. Um, And then this, yeah, this last one makes reference to them being goddesses um, and that they frequent Mount Olympus and also Lydia. And both of these are prominent places in Greek mythology. Mm -hmm. And again, it feels like, you know, these these Greek Christian authors, which is what we what we think um, who who we think wrote this. Mm -hmm. Right. 
they're trying to square the circle here and explain how the religion of their ancestors can fit inside the current religion of Christianity, right? Uh-huh, Which, right. You know, we had that reference to like Beelzebub ruling over Tartarus, mm-hmm. right? Um, and Tartarus being synonymous with hell. So, so it feels like we're doing that again here. Mm, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, uh, we then get a list of the angels by whom each of them is thwarted by. Uh, so uh, deception is thwarted by Lamechalal. Um, and I checked each of these to see if uh, this is like the first mention of them. And mm-hmm. and yeah, this is the only reference to this angel. I oh, OK, cool. Yeah. So so he may have been made up just for this story. Mm-hmm. Um, but interestingly, the word Lamech in Hebrew means to be brought low. So it could be something like brought low by God, la mechalal, right? Mm. Or something like that. I'm not sure. Um, and then we have strife, and she is brought low by uh, Baruchiachel, uh, which might be the same as the angel Baruchiel or Barachiel, which means blessed by God. Uh, and in some Judeo-Christian denominations he is the archangel of blessings so so he checks out like he he appears <laughs> okay. in in other places right? you you one of the good ones bro yeah. right. <laughs> you weren't you weren't just made up for this story yeah. um and then so so clothod or or battle which i'm a little bit confused because like all of these others like mm-hmm. they just they just say the english title right so uh-huh. i am this right but every single time they say this one's name they say Clothod, and then they're like, which means battle. And it's like, but they don't say that with like, uh, presumably this is, these are all translated into English. Right. Yeah. You know, I just so did a quick know. look around. Yeah. All, I don't see any other, other um, definition for that. Hmm. Okay. So, Wait. Except for battle. So this isn't even like ancient Greek or anything? Um, no, I think it would be, but, but yeah, it just, everywhere it says it's battle, battle, battle. Interesting. Huh. Okay. Well, yeah. So uh, she is uh, frustrated by the angel, Marmarath. Um, I like that name. Yeah. Um, it seems like he only ever appears in this text. Aww. Yeah. He, also, he also doesn't have one of those like L names or all names, which is like, you know, that's that's the angels like Raphael, Gabriel, mm-hmm. Baruchiel, right? Mm-hmm. So it was Marmarath. I don't know. And we got a big yeah. L coming up later. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So next we got a Jealousy. Uh, she appears to be thwarted by uh, Balthiel or Balthiel who actually appears in the Book of Enoch um, and is apparently the angel of forgiveness. So he also seems to have a history. uh, But then I'm wondering, it's like, okay, why don't we pair him with error, right? Like like error and forgiveness? Oh, right. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. But he's paired with jealousy. So I don't know. Like, maybe this is me again trying to make things, like, fit, right? You know, but like, who am I to judge? I didn't write this. (laughs) Solomon did. Um, but yeah, okay. And next we have power mm-hmm. and power is frustrated by the angel Astaroth, which I was like, wait a minute. That sounds like Astaroth, which is like one of the 72 demons later, <laughs> like in the Ars Goetia. So I don't know, but there doesn't seem to be anything else about him as an angel. If it's the same being, I don't, I don't think it is. I, but like, you know, I, I think this one was made up. Well, yeah. um, one of the demons I'm going to talk about claims uh-huh. that that they cast out other demons, uh-huh. that they are the frustrator of other demons. They, they don't go into it, but maybe mm-hmm. maybe it is the same person. OK. All right. Yeah. Anything could happen here in the, the Testament of Solomon. Right. <laughs> There's no rules here. <laughs> the world is your oyster. The world is your temple of 
Israel, built by 72 demons. <laughs> the world is your oyster, but you're not allowed to eat it. <laughs> See Leviticus. <laughs> yeah. Don't eat that oyster. Yeah. All right. <laughs> and, then, and then we have Error, and she is really interesting. This is verse 40. Likewise, also the sixth said, I am Error. O King Solomon, and I will make thee to err, as I have made thee to err when I caused thee to slay thy own brother. I will lead you into error, so as to pry into graves, and I teach them that dig, and I lead errant souls away from all piety, and many other evil traits are mine. But I have an angel that frustrates me, Uriel. So, error is referencing the Book of Kings, Okay. where Solomon kills his brother Adonijah in a dispute over rulership. Um, and I said it before, I'll say it again, I love it in stories when a demon points a finger at you and calls you out for something that you already did mm -hmm. in this like accusatory way, right? Of all the demons we've met so far, we've had ones that, you know, grovel at Solomon's feet. We've had arrogant demons who refuse to answer or obey him. But this is the first one to not only imply, like, I know who you are, but to also call him out on something. Mm -hmm. And up to this point, these sisters haven't probably threatened him. Even now, this one is sort of like implying that Solomon has the ability to, to sin, uh, to make error within him. And he already has, in fact, and will again. But even um, more, she's saying, like, I'm the one who did that to you. Yeah, that's well. See, that's where my my whole thing falls apart. Oh, I really? Was just gonna, I was just gonna kind of skip over that. <laughs> no, I like that part. Why do you have trouble with that part? Well, because like I I like it in stories where like it it's not the demon, it's the person, and the and mm -hmm. the the demon is kind of like judging you, and it's uh -huh. like you should feel bad about yourself, like in the did. Exorcist, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, right. You know what she did, or you know I know what you did, Demi. You mm -hmm, put your mm -hmm. mother in there, yeah. Right, right. But yeah, this is this is a little bit more. Um, sequely what do we say like origin story ish right like hmm. you've had you've heard you've read the book of kings and now it mm -hmm. turns out like oh it was i the whole time it was the demon it was the demon who did this to you me the demon that's, that's <laughs> <laughs> god everybody, everybody just like self-proclaiming themselves in this story <laughs> yeah <laughs> um but yeah so uh so so that's uh uh she she cites Uriel mm -hmm. as her opposing angel. And we know Uriel by now translates to uh, God is my flame. Mm -hmm. And I believe in some traditions he is counted among the seven archangels with uh, Michael, Gabriel, mm -hmm. and Raphael. Uriel also appears in Paradise Lost. He's the angel guarding the earth. Mm. Um, I think he's dwelling in the sun. Um, so when Satan escapes hell and he's searching for earth, he, he stops and he asks Uriel for directions. Okay. Um, but he's like in disguise as like a lower ranking angel. I think it's like a, like a cute baby cherub. And, and he's like, oh, I just heard so many great things about God's new project that I wanted to see it for myself. And Oreo's like, sure, no harm in that. And so he points the way and, you know, and Satan's like, oh, thank you, Mr. Angel. And he, you know, he, he, he wobbles his way, you know, through space and, and gets to, to Eden. Mm -hmm. um, but then like later on, like from the sun, Uriel sees Satan and he's monologuing in the garden um, about like what he's going to do and, and how it's like, it's like, and I'm the one who is tormented and I bring hell with me, mm -hmm. you know, um, and he's like, oh, that was the one guy I wasn't supposed to let in here. <laughs> And so he goes off and he tells the other angels and he's like, hey, guys, um, 
someone let the author of All Evil into the Garden of Eden. We we should probably go get him. So yeah, I the, the more the more I kind of like remember Paradise Lost, the more I kind of want to like do just like a quick like Cliff Notes. Well, um, I'd have to um, read it. How long is Paradise Lost? Oh well, no, like like maybe maybe our thing is like like hey folks, like we're gonna talk about it so that you don't have to read it, right? <laughs> oh, I should yeah, I should read it. It's a, for whatever well, reason I I I really focused on American lit when I was a kid because I was such a mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, snob, patriotic snob. Oh, I yes, see, I, see. I, I miss reading the Iliad and the Odyssey and Beowulf and, mm-hmm, and Gilgamesh mm-hmm. and all of that stuff. So. Oh, okay. So just like all of the things that Paradise Lost referenced. <laughs> got it. <laughs> you know, all of that stuff. But right. Yeah. You know, in addition to the Bible. Well, okay. They I, sometimes I, reference the Bible. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So, Uriel, you, you messed up. You, nah, you, you know, it, yeah. No, Oriel. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's error. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's she's so far the only demon to get inside Solomon's head. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah. Um, so now we get the last sister, um, and she says, and this is verse forty-one. Uh, uh, she says. I am the worst, and I make thee worse off than thou wast, because I will impose the bonds of Artemis, but the locust will set me free. For by means thereof it is fated that thou shalt achieve my desire. For if one were wise, he would not turn his steps toward me. And once again, we get an interesting revelation here because she happens to be foreshadowing Solomon's downfall. Spoilers, guys. Um, in a really cryptic way. Uh, again, I love how these demons are, uh, they're like beholden to Solomon, but they can also call him out on his past misdeeds and even pre- predict and foretell his uh, his ruin. Hmm. So she's foreshadowing Solomon's downfall, mm-hmm. which because, because this is written thousands of years after the story of Solomon was written. Is that what you're saying? Well, yeah, right? So... <laughs> So she's like the last to find out. <laughs> like how how we can we can foreshadow that we we might be talking eventually about a demon that inherits a Walmart. <laughs> and oh you all you out there uh-huh. notice our powers of foresight. Yes, yes. No, like I am talking about within the story, this is a cool character and a cool device. Great, wonderful. But yes, no, you're absolutely right. Because this was written after the fact. Yeah, we can do this with Napoleon, too. We can have a ghost come Napo- to, to Mo- Napoleon and is like, watch out for Waterloo, you know, or something like that, you know? Right. Hey, hey, Mr. Lincoln, don't go to any theaters. <laughs> any theaters? Any any theaters. Any of them? Oh. None of them. Yeah. Right? Not even the theater of the mind. No. It really is a theater of the mind, yeah. if you know what I mean. <laughs> This guy's just like elbowing everybody. It's like who who what, who invited Jeffrey? Yeah, right. what is this? What is this elbow thing? I haven't seen that yet. No, no, no. <laughs> I don't think that's been invented yet. No, no. Prodding people with their elbows. What is that? Mm-mm, mm-mm, no. <laughs> it's an attack. It's an attack on the president's person. <laughs> All right. That's, that's that's where patches on elbows came from, folks. <laughs> See those because because you know all those liberal teachers mm-hmm. right? yeah trying to kill presidents they got those patches on their elbows. <laughs> <laughs> it's not because they're poor and and uh, the government doesn't pay them enough for their, <laughs> their services. No, no, it's because they're hot headed rebels who who want to kill the president <laughs> with their elbows. Yeah, but 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 all of this uh, uh, foreshadowing right goes over his head. Um, that is. 
over Solomon's head. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it doesn't go over Abe's head. No, no, no. <laughs> Sorry, Abe. <laughs> no. <laughs> I just got that. <laughs> I thought that's what you were saying. No. <laughs> I was making the the proclaiming Solomon joke again. You were making a, a shooting Abe Lincoln in the head hey, joke. I didn't do it. <laughs> I wasn't there. Oh, Solomon, my Solomon. Uh, I I have this I have this thing that's sort of a, a chip on my shoulder because you know, I'm mm-hmm. um I'm uh, Asian and uh, and Hawaiian and so I, I look you know mm-hmm. I'm. I, Clearly brown, and so some of the people will ask me, mm-hmm. like, like, um, you know, do you do you speak Filipino? Which you know, do you speak Chinese? And I have this mm-hmm. sort of chip my shoulder. I'm like, no, my my grandparents didn't even speak Filipino, and Chi- like, they're my grandparents' grandparents were the ones who moved to this country. You know, mm-hmm. and so I'm yeah, kind of like, yeah. well, you know, the assumption is that like I'm new to this country, right? Or at least my people right. are. Mm-hmm. Um, but in this case, I could say my people were not even in this country <laughs> <laughs> when Abe Lincoln was shot. So I'm in the clear here. That's a you people problem. Yeah, you are. You are 100 percent in the clear. 100 percent in the clear. Absolutely. I guess my people were also in Hawaii, but you know that will. Well, that's uh, yeah. Wasn't. That was that was like way over there. <laughs> and you know what? Right. Geographically, mm-hmm. it's still way it's over. Still there. Still pretty far. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, okay. So this goes over Solomon's head, right? <laughs> um, and he says after after the getting this prediction of his doom, he says. So I, Solomon, (laughs) having heard and wondered, sealed them with my ring. And since they were so considerable, I bade them dig the foundations of the temple of God. For the length of it was 250 cubits. And I bade them be industrious. And with one murmur of joint protest, they began to perform the tasks enjoined. Mm -hmm. So there's some confusion here about the word considerable. Okay. Because some people are saying, oh, because they were so considerate, he was nice to them and gave them an easy job. And then I look at the job that he gave them and it's not <laughs> an easy job. I don't care. Like, I don't know how much a cubit is, uh, but 250 of them are very, very, that's that's a lot. A cubit is cubits. about a foot and a half. Hmm. Okay. Well. So it is 375 feet. Hmm. Which is. The length of which is uh, 375 You know, a football feet. field. A football okay. field and some extra. All right. Yeah. That's so So. He, he, yeah, that's, that is that is to dig the foundations, mm. three hundred and fifty-five <laughs> feet of a foundation. Yeah. Okay, but but you can divide that by seven of them. <laughs> mm, uh, well, yeah. So hold on, you know everybody, hold on. So you're so you're Team Solomon on this. Five divided by seven. Hold on, everyone. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> three seventy-five divided by seven. That's fifty-three feet each squared, mm. though. So okay. fifty-three. <laughs> squared mm-hmm. 53 times 53. well he said the length of which well who's gonna do the width oh yeah that's <laughs> so they're doing 2800 square feet uh each of foundation of foundation mm-hmm. so that's like that's like three of my condos put together oh wow mm. yeah that's, that's you know I don't know if they have a deadline or like what, how long do they have to build this temple? I don't know. Yeah, Solomon didn't uh, doesn't seem to have imposed a deadline yeah. on them. So for some um, demons to atone for their sins and they have to dig three condos worth of uh, a yeah. foundation. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, that's pretty considerable. But then, <laughs> see there again, like so, does considerable mean like because like because they were so considerable, uh-huh. I made them do this job. Like considerable meaning like because they were so extra. <laughs> Because that's what that's what consi- like like mm-hmm. a considerable amount, right. a considerable size. There's seven like, of them, I think, is what he's saying. So like because they were so numerous, I, that's, that's what I think. Yeah, 
Uh, okay. Why well, right. I need to say that? I don't know. Uh, yeah. Right. He says a lot. It's considerable isn't considerate, I suppose, right? Right. No, those are those are two different things. Mm-hmm. So I think other people are mistranslating this as like, oh, because they were so nice to him. Right? <laughs> were they? Because they were. That's, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Yeah, we told you that that we killed your brother. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. And we're gonna we're gonna lead you to to ruin later on. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. So yeah, so so makes them makes them uh, uh, dig uh, the the foundations two hundred and fifty. Uh, what, what, what did we say? Three hundred and uh... <laughs> what? It's two hundred and fifty. It's two hundred and fifty cubits wide. Yes. Or long, and we don't know yeah. the other dimension. We don't know how deep right. it is. Right, right. But you have to say the feet thing so that I can make so the next joke. Because <laughs> it's two hundred and fifty cubits wide, and we don't know how mm-hmm. long it is, and that's three hundred. No, the length of it was two hundred and fifty cubits. <laughs> it's two hundred and fifty. This is what happens in the Exorcist minute, folks, when when we don't have a movie to talk about. And we don't know the depth, but that's about three hundred and seventy-five feet. Okay, which I mean, like you know, it's it it has been proven that that people were a lot smaller back then. So you know, three hundred and seventy-five feet is uh, you know. It could be little tiny feet. You know? <laughs> right. They didn't have saying. as many vitamins in in, um, in their childhood right. as we do today, yes. Because yeah. Solomon didn't invent them. Be <laughs> right. little demon vitamins. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like 70, 72 flavors. Yeah. <laughs> this one's error, and this one's battle, <laughs> and this one's power. <laughs> and this one's um, vitamin C. <laughs> the worst of all. <laughs> oh, yeah. What, so what's the worst of all? Okay, yeah. So, 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 um, yeah, it doesn't say. <laughs> I, I, I looked at my notes as if I had an answer. Um, no, it doesn't say. Yeah, I don't like that part of this, mm. uh, this story here. Okay. Well, I mean, I mean, she's basically saying, I am no one. Right. Um, mm-hmm. But, like, yeah, like, some people have was like, ooh, that's really cool that, like, she's the worst and she doesn't even have a name, mm-hmm. right? Okay. But other people are like, well, that's that's kind of a cop out, right? Right, but or it is like um, like a Lovecraftian thing, right? Like like whatever you, oh. whatever the the reader imagines is the worst mm-hmm. of them that's not on that list. That's what this right. one is. So it could be vitamin C. <laughs> it could be vitamin C. It could be. It could be John Wilkes Booth. <laughs> it could be uh, uh, people who steal from the um, the break room fridge. I hate those people oh, so yeah. much. Right. I am the worst of all. <laughs> I am Jacob. <laughs> Who steals from the break room fridge? <laughs> yes, I saw that that baggie had your name on it. That's why I took your sandwich. <laughs> None of the other baggies had names on them. <laughs> See, but that's how that's how you fool them. You you put on the sandwich on the on the baggie. You put the worst of all. <laughs> And they're like, oh, that, that's obviously for me. Well, I'm not going to take that. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so th- that's the uh, the Seven Sisters. Mm-hmm. Um, Keenan, I think I think you got the next one. Yeah, the next yeah. demon is just one person. Okay, just uh, one person. Yes, but in the text, it's it's pretty um, it's pretty bulky as well for this one person. Um, mm-hmm. So this is from verse fifty seven. And I adored the Lord God of Israel and bade another demon present himself. And there came before me a spirit in woman's form that had a head without any limbs, and her hair was disheveled. And I said to her, Who art thou? But she answered, Nay, who art thou? And why dost thou want to hear concerning me? But as thou wouldst learn, here I stand bound before thy face. Go then into the royal storehouses and wash thy hands. Then sit down afresh before thy tribunal and ask me questions. And thou shalt learn, O king, who I am. Hmm, what do you think of that? 
that is so again like we're getting in, we're getting some demons who are like uh no <laughs> they're a little sassy yeah <laughs> who are that no who are thou who are thou yeah i really Ooh. do like that a lot and yeah, um right. and this demon commands she's like we're not going to talk until you wash your hands yeah and i saw mm-hmm, a bunch mm-hmm. of co- a different commentary like why would that be right like why would you do mm-hmm. that um you know, the most famous like hand washing is with uh, Pontius Pilate in the Bible. Right. Right. Um, uh-huh. So I, I but but I don't I don't think that's what this is, because it's not like that's about like I'm going to, you know, get rid of my guilt over this or anything like right. that. Or I and that would be a Roman thing, too. Right. Like, not an Israel. Right. Thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, so people are like, what is this? And then um, the best answer that I have found is just like she gets Col- Solomon to do anything. <laughs> right? yes. She's like, you go and do this before we can even have this uh, little interview. Right. This is like mm-hmm. the um, the Gen Z's of the job interviews. <laughs> they're, like, <laughs> they're like, how much, you know, um, what, what's your, uh, what's your starting wage that you would like? Well, what's this pay? <laughs> like, why yeah, are we yeah. here? <laughs> like, what is this? If you want to interview me, you yeah. have to go and, you know, bring me a coffee. <laughs> Um, I know my worth, right? <laughs> right exactly. Do you? Do you? And look, that's really interesting. And here's yeah. my worth. I command you, Solomon, to go. <laughs> wa- I'm doing a lot of neck rolling here, and <laughs> you can't see it, <laughs> right? It's, it's like you mm-hmm. go and wash your hands before you even have to mm-hmm. stop, right? Um, now it could be like I've I've heard. Um, some, so, so so actually, Keenan, mm-hmm. um, full disclosure, I accidentally researched this demon too because oh, i okay. thought it was mine oh, okay, um, okay. but yeah so so we can we can uh, kind of like tag team this okay one. um but i've also heard it's it's this kind of idea that you know the the trope of like demons still see themselves as like angelic clean pure spirits mm-hmm. and it's like you know she appears before this human and she's like ew like <laughs> Like, clean yourself up. Right, like, do you know who you're up. talking to? You know? And he's like, no, I don't. <laughs> yes. So, um, so yeah, he gets to know her a little bit after he washes himself. And and, and, mm-hmm. and she says her name is Abazuth or, mm-hmm. or Abazel in, mm-hmm. um, in other pantheons. So yeah. she seems to be kind of across a bunch of different uh, pantheons. And I hadn't heard of her. Yeah. So that was really mm-hmm. cool. And I do like her because she cannot sleep but never gets tired. Interesting. And that okay. will be, now that I've heard that, like we've been asked like what our favorite superpower would be. And I think that would be it. Cause I, I really resent having to sleep and I have a, little, a lot of problems with sleep. And of course mm-hmm. I love sleeping, but I, I, I try to avoid it. I like try to stay up too late and I'm always trying to, you know, be efficient. Yeah. It, you know, it might be a curse afterwards to not be able mm-hmm. to sleep, obviously, but I, I like that idea. Right. As long as it goes together with the not getting tired. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Because if because if you're tired and you cannot sleep, that's me now. That's a right. Yeah. That's all yeah. of us right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no, I like no, Keenan. I feel you. Like I like in the night. That's when I'm suddenly I come alive with like my brain is firing. My you know it's like I got all these ideas. I want to go run around the lake. I want to go to the gym. Mm-hmm. I'm like very very active and and I'm I'm looking at the clock and it's like I need. To go to sleep right now right. because I need to get up right, mm-hmm. and without fail, I you know I, I force myself to to try to go to sleep and I don't you know fall asleep mm-hmm. until you know way 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 later and then I get up and in the morning it's just it, like I'm sluggish and I'm like man I wish I had the energy that I had like last night right. at midnight. Well, maybe you should do what Abazuth does, which is that she um, is a shapeshifter. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> She's greenish gleaming in her face and she has disheveled uh-huh. serpent-like hair. Um, and if she has limbs, they are not seen by the likes of man. They are invisible or like shrouded perpetually in darkness. We can't quite tell. Yeah, the text was a little bit mm-hmm. vague about this. And I've seen like artistic depictions of her as well. And people can't seem to decide whether she's like 
just a head, right? Mm-hmm. Like like a Medusa head or right. something mm-hmm. like that, um, with this with these like snake like you know disheveled hair, right? Or that she's a fully formed like like she's like a like a, a Venus de Milo, mm-hmm. like like mm-hmm. like a torso with a head but no limbs right so so that is pretty unclear about it and then whether she has serpent-like hair in the text that we're using it just says disheveled mm-hmm. um but then other people say that, that she has snakes in her hair or dragons in her hair yeah and that does you know is she a version of medusa no because the only mm-hmm. only thing she doesn't have any like the rock changing powers right? Right, right um she doesn't have what medusa has like blood that that's uh that's poison, right? Um, mm. So she doesn't have any of that stuff. Uh, right. But perhaps the author was looking at the fact that um, Medusa is used in a lot of Greek temples as, as just decoration. Um, uh-huh. And I wonder if yeah. that, you know, just because of the hair or, or what have you, or whether as you know, if you look in Medusa's eyes, you turn to stone, um, mm-hmm. whether it was like a um, sort of a shibboleth, like, like, okay, you like it's warding off outsiders. Um, yeah, but they even okay. use it in synagogues. Um, Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. So, so it's like, is this? Are we taking part of that Medusa thing, but then you know, conflating it with um, with Abazuth here, and so right. putting those things together, we're not quite sure. Yeah. Um, well, I, and like, and you're talking about like how like some e- like even some churches mm-hmm. have like the gargoyles on the outside. Right. Right? Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, I never thought about yeah. that. And those aren't and like those aren't angels or anything, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Those are obviously demons, right? Oh, I've never. But they're like the outside of the church, and they're like keeping the other demons out yeah that's so interesting you know because i talked i talked to my students a lot because my students have even less um training in the bible than i do (laughs) right (laughs) you know and so the so you know we're watching movies and literature and talking about literature and and like philosophies that are um are religious in nature and it's like you we have to understand how much we are a christian society even if you are an atheist or an agnostic right like it's so much part of it and so i'm like all these things that like we say god bless you or you know or or our our buildings are often shaped like crosses and what Mm -hmm. and like why is this and like even if we're not conscious of it like we have there's all these things from the biblical times that are impacting you know our um our organization of society and that's another one mm-hmm. that i'll have to bring up from now yeah gargoyles like what the, what's the deal with yeah. that <laughs> like gargoyles and oh yeah i'm sure we could do an episode on gargoyles as well <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. um but uh it, it, like not only that but like the the early builders of the, like the earliest christian mm-hmm. churches in western europe they were pagans right, right. they're being mm-hmm. they're being forced to kind of like build over their their own uh sites of worship right. and you know build these things and you'll see a lot of um i think they're called like foliate faces or foliate masks mm-hmm. or the green man or uh-huh, something right. like that you know like these these uh these pagan images like kind of like secretly carved into uh, these old churches mm-hmm. and people like I, they, they just somehow like were able to get away with it mm-hmm. and being like, okay, you know, we're like, we're, we're being forced to convert, but we're just going to like, we're going to put some of our gods in here mm-hmm. as well, you know, but then, it, but then, you know, people, because they last for um, centuries, Mm-hmm. Then people go into those things and they don't look pagan to them. They look Christian to them. Exactly. Because we, we forget the context. We Like the connection to the uh, like the reason for mm-hmm. those statues is now gone. Right. And we just associate it with it's like, well, this is a church. So that, that must have something to do. That must be, I don't know, like Moses or something mm-hmm. like that. Right? <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. That's so interesting. Um, so... What she does, so I, I, I was going to say I like Abazuth a lot, but she's one of the nastiest of the demons. So mm. she apparently was a human at some point, and she was yeah. infertile or, or was mm. not able to conceive in some way. And so mm. when she became a demon, she preys on unborn children. Interesting. Yeah, and so she she goes up into the birth canal at night 
um, of a, of a pregnant woman and causes miscarriages or, uh, or stillbirths, um, which Whoa. is yeah, real nasty. Um, someone mm-hmm. was asking like, well, how does she, you know, the text says she strangles children. That must mm-hmm. be a, you know, a mistranslation, I would guess, because if you just mm-hmm. have arms, then she probably smothers right. them more than anything. Um, yeah, but yeah. she says that even though she cannot sleep, she must kill at least one child a night before she's allowed to rest. Interesting. Yeah, so she's pretty nasty. Yeah. Um, yeah, and so she's a lot like Lamashtu, it sounds like to me. I was, I was well, okay, good, mm-hmm. good, good. I was, I was sitting on this. I was, I was waiting for, <laughs> yeah, like this is, this is a, a, um, a, a female demon that kills uh, uh, children, mm-hmm. right? Like, or, or unborn children, right? Plagues, uh, on mothers right. and is also like just like Lamashtu is like fended off by like amulets mm-hmm. with her opposing angel on there. Right. Yeah. People would have amulets, medical amulets, um, mm-hmm. which I don't quite understand fully, but they, yeah, they would have medical amulets of Abazoth on them, but they would also include, they're pretty busy amulets. They would not just be mm-hmm. like her facial, like the Bazuzu metal that we're used to with our story. They would also mm-hmm. have like Ouroboros's, Ouroborosai, mm-hmm. Ourobori <laughs> on okay. them. Um, and they would have all sorts of different things there, but she was one of them too. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if what that was about. Was it to ward, not maybe to ward off people, but maybe to like, Say like, hey, because it wasn't like keeping a Pazuzu head on you to ward off Lamashu. It was right. like now you have Abazoth's face on you. Is it to like say like, hey, I'm one of your buddies? And you know, interesting. Okay, I I actually so what I was reading mm-hmm. was that they would use a, a an amulet of the angel Raphael. Oh, okay. The, yes, yes. That that's yes. They do both of them though. <laughs> so there oh, are okay. actual yes. Yeah, so there are actual little medallions of mm-hmm. um, of Abazuth or Obazuth um, that are really busy, and they have a bunch of Greek on them. Um, and yes, when Solomon commands her, as he does with all of these stories, right? Like like mm-hmm. who is the um, angel that frustrates you? She says mm-hmm. Raphael. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. she says like, okay, now that you know we've had this conversation, you can write. Raphael on a pregnant mother and award me off. Right. 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 Or like on a, on a, on a piece of paper right. and then the pregnant mother can have that. And yes. then that'll be, yeah. Interesting. Okay. So Abbasa says that that's, you know, I guess as a sort of reward, because you have gotten me, um, I'll mm-hmm. tell you how to ward off, uh, uh, me from taking, uh, children from your, you know, your kingdom's people. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because Solomon doesn't actually use this ring on her. Um, yeah. there's sort of questions like, is it because she doesn't have a corporeal body that, yeah, that's, that's, that was one of the things that, um, scholars were wondering, right. it's like that he can't, you know, but I think or she, like, even in the text, she is she commanded says, because she has sort of foiled him by commanding him. <laughs> that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what were you going to say? Well, I, I think in the text, it, it's like that ring won't work on me or something yeah, like that. Yeah. Or it's like, like, this is my job. Like I, this is my duty. I have to, like, I have to do this all the time. Right. And then so, you know, his whole deal is to collect these demons that Beelzebub has sent in order to mm-hmm. get them to work on the temple. And right. I also like her again. She's maybe the worst of them. She takes he kills like, you know, babies and that. Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, oh, you want me to work in the temple? Well, I don't have any skills because the only <laughs> skills I have are killing babies, afflicting babies with deafness and blindness, you know, and making mm-hmm. them mentally delayed. Like, right. so if you want me to be doing that around here while you're building the temple, I could do that. But otherwise mm-hmm. I have nothing. So yeah. I admire that about her. <laughs> this is all, this is all I got. It's all I got. Yeah. Right. It's like, like taking the don't lie on your resume to like the next level. <laughs> it's like, so, so what are your strengths? I kill babies. <laughs> What are your weaknesses? <laughs> I kill babies. Exactly. Where do you see yourself in 10 years? Killing babies. Right, exactly. If we hire you, 
<laughs> as the department head mm-hmm. of um, of internal affairs, what will be your first task? <laughs> Killing babies. Right. I put this all in the application online. I don't know why you're asking me to, to repeat myself. <laughs> um, do, okay. Well, the, do you have any? Uh, do you have any other uh, questions for us? Um, do you have any babies? <laughs> yeah. No. Then I think we're done here. I think here. we're done yeah. here. Thanks so much for coming in and not through mm-hmm. my birth canal. Yeah. So, <laughs> so she, yeah. So, um, so he does. Co- he does cow her. He gets to you know. Um, he gets the solution to how to protect yourself from her, and then he also mm-hmm. bounds her hair, which is in some tellings made of dragons or made of serpents, um, or mm-hmm. just really messy. And yeah. then he he hangs her from the temple so that all of right. Israel could see that um, he has gotten rid of this one demon's powers. At the very least, if, if she's not going to be um, doing any work on the temple, she's also not going to be afflicting your your babies. Yeah, yeah. So that's, I mean, you know, that's that's there you go, right? No more, no more uh, killing babies for you, right? <laughs> so her her job, mm-hmm. unwilling as she is, um, is now not killing babies. <laughs> she gets to hang out. Yeah. yeah. Oh, geez. <laughs> oh, too soon for that. With <laughs> 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 its fictional demon who kills babies. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Oy, oy, oy. But yeah, okay. All right. All right. Where do we, I like this. Where this, do we go from here, Lester? So I think I think the next one is also yours. I think I think you had a bunch of them in in order. Okay. If we're going in order of demons. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Okay. I just yeah. put a, put them in the chat. Okay, I think I got you. Yeah. All right. So then I've got the next one, and he he is a big old kitty cat. You know, I'm a bad cat daddy. Aw, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and his name is Rath, or Roth, R-A-T-H. Ooh, I like this. Okay. And they refer to him as the Lion Bearer, like B-E-A-R-E-R. I wasn't quite sure what that meant, that he's a Lion right. Bearer. <laughs> so. Because I saw, yeah, like all the artistic depictions of him, he is a lion. Yeah, and I, I thought, okay, so he's half lion, half bear, which is what I would choose to be, I suppose. Oh, but mm. no, that, you know, if I was a demon, I guess. But no, he that's not what he is. He's hes just the, um, he's just a lion. Okay. So this is from First 51. There must be, there must be something like in, in the, lang- like in the translation that we're missing. Right. Like lion, uh, the father of lions or the lion, sire or the, uh-huh. you know, you know yeah what I mean? yeah yeah that makes a lot of sense yeah, yeah. Uh, it's interesting that they choose a lion um anyways so here mm-hmm. is verse 51 okay and i praised the lord god of heaven and earth and bade another demon come forward to me and there came before me one in the form of a lion roaring and he stood mm. whatever that means and answered me okay. saying oh king in the form which i have i am a spirit quite incapable of being perceived Upon all men who lie prostrate with sickness, I leap, coming stealthily along, and I render the man weak, so that his habit of body is enfeebled. But I have another glory, O king. I cast out demons, and I have legions under my control, and I am capable of being received in my dwelling places, along with all the demons belonging to the legions under me. So he's he's coming right out. So unlike uh, Abazoth, he's like saying, "Here's here's my whole deal, right?" Yeah. Um, it's like no, no, no. It is like like Abazoth told me like what the questions are. I studied them beforehand. <laughs> right. He's got media training. <laughs> so yeah. So he comes before him standing. I mean, I don't know. Does that is that on his hind legs? I don't know what that's supposed to mean. Does that mean? Does that mean like like he appears in a puff of smoke on all fours, right. and then he sees that he's been summoned. He sees Solomon. He's like, oh, oh, oh. god. <laughs> Not right, Sorry, right, right. Like, right. Somehow I'm on, me in the waiting I'm room. on a Sorry. Zoom meeting. Yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> so he does not appear afraid of Solomon, right? He's he's no. very much like putting on this this tough show of things. Um, mm-hmm. And there's you know there's questions here already. So he says, "I prey on men who prostrate themselves with illness." So mm-hmm. I've heard many um, interpretations of that already. So um, mm-hmm. is it people? You know, a lot of these demons attack people who are weak, right? Like in their right. weakness. So is he attacking people who are ill? Is that mm-hmm. why he's attacking people because they're vulnerable? Or is he attacking people who prostrate themselves with illness, which means like, I am ill, I'm going to prostrate myself towards God, right? Uh-huh. So is that what he's attacking? Um, you know, mm. what is that? He sees weakness in that they that they are praying towards God, the Father, right? Right. I do remember, yeah, some people were interpreting it that way that like almost like their faith is a disease. Yes, I like that a and lot. Right, it's like it's like oh, you're 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 sick with this love of God. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna attack you as you're because like prostrate like like you know bowing right. down. You're doubled over. So you could be like doubled over in pain, mm-hmm. or you could be doubled over because you're like you know kneeling and bowing right. and, and you know prostrating yourself before God. Yeah. yeah, look at yourself on all fours. Right here, yeah. I am. I'm a lion. I certainly don't. <laughs> I certainly don't do that. Oh, I, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> and so yeah, he's one of the. the these demons who says like, oh, you know, I'm I'm kind of like not only is he not afraid of um, Solomon, he's a little bit mm-hmm. like we're kind of on the same level. Um, yeah. I'm a demon outcaster myself, right? I'm a demon caster yeah. outer, <laughs> and I am a king, right? That might be why mm-hmm. he is a lion taking on that lion uh-huh. form, um, yeah. which always bothers me. This is a big incidental, right? But like, mm-hmm. I've never understood why the lion is the king of the animals because um, the lion isn't even the biggest cat. The the tiger is, right? So yes. I don't understand. Is it just the the you know his um, mane, his frill? <laughs> he's just Probably. got that that uh, extra cape or cloak on him right and, and like and then but then when you get like into like the actual like like animal mm-hmm. of the lion you see that the lionesses are doing like a lot of the work right all the uh, all the lion the male lions do is attack other male lions and right. kill the children of the previous male lions it's the right. lionesses and, and then, who actually do the work Right, and provide more children. Right, right? exactly. At, at the behest of the lioness. <laughs> right, exactly. Right? So I've never understood. And if they that. don't want to, too bad. Too bad. Um, yeah. There's a. Did you, did you see? There's a. There's like a. There's a picture going around online of um, online. Um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> of uh, like this this uh, the uh, this lioness, and she's like, I think she's she's like got the lion the the male lions like balls in her mouth <laughs> like she, she's like biting them and the lion the the male lion just like he has like the saddest <laughs> face like he's been working he's been putting in his eight hours <laughs> right exactly um and he is done and he just wants to go and he wants to take a nap but this play lioness is like no no yeah just want to get on with the boys and play some cod it's like yeah you you don't you don't spend any time with me you got to spend you know and he's just like whoa and it's the set like guys google google sad male lion and it's the funniest thing yes this yes. poor guy i love that yeah. one so <laughs> oh you've seen it too. oh yes oh yes <laughs> Um, yeah, so, so he says he is like, he sort of puts himself on that he's a king, like he's like the equal of Solomon. Um, Mm -hmm. and he has legion, he has a legion, he says, of demons below him, not with a capital L, so not our legion from our story, but just that he has the equivalent of a Roman legion under him of other demons. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, he's sort of appealing as Solomon is saying like, hey, you know, I'm going to make you my guy now, right? I'm going to throw this Mm -hmm. uh, ring at you and you're going to be, and he's sort of like, you, you know, 
I can't give you all the info or like, I can't tell you who is the angel that frustrates me, not for myself, mm-hmm. but because of my fiefdom, you know, I'm a jobs creator, right? Like, like ah. if you attack me, then I won't have enough capital, you know, to trickle down into the, um, the feudalistic, mm-hmm. <laughs> the feudalistic triangle that is the demon yeah. world, right? Look at this guy. Look at this. He knows he, he, he did his homework before seeing Solomon. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So Solomon insists. He's like, I, I need to know who your angel is, right? Mm-hmm. And so he finally tells him, okay, my angel is Emmanuel. Uh-huh. And you know Emmanuel, I suppose, probably better than I do. Right. Yes. Well, Emmanuel is like one of the names mm-hmm. of Jesus. Of Jesus. And yes. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. This is this is the testament of Solomon. <laughs> <laughs> you had to look it up. <laughs> this is way before Jesus's time. Uh-huh. How is this? How is this? This lion demon talking about Jesus? Yeah. So he he gives sort of a code word for Jesus, a name for Jesus, mm-hmm. and talks about how um, Emmanuel is going to be the the mo- the best of all the um, of the angels who frustrates demons, and he's mm-hmm, going mm-hmm. to give of himself, and and he tells the whole story. You know, the Cliff Notes version of the whole story of Jesus mm-hmm. that will come. So right, he he sees into the future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So again, again, we this this really cool. You you could view it uh, two ways. <laughs> you could view it as um, this is one of those hints. It was like obviously written <laughs> like after Christ's time. So cynical, you know, Lester. Like, so cynical. <laughs> <laughs> or this could be like, oh wow, this is some really good like foreshadowing here. Mm-hmm. It's like he's even he's even talking about like he, he's 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 giving us the uh, um, what's what's the word the the low down the, the, the four twenty down the, low the down low. The, the, no, you're right. Low down. The, okay, there we go. I don't know. The four one one. The four one one. There we go. I was why four twenty. Well, no. Oh, obviously, I know why four twenty. Yeah, because you're a Californian. Yes. Um, <laughs> but no, no, like like he's telling us uh, like what's what's going to go down. Right. Um, mm-hmm. You know, later on in in the story, which you know you could you could look at that and be like, ooh, this is cool. Like we got we got some foreshadowing on Solomon. Right. We got some foreshadowing on the fate of like the world. Mm-hmm. This is really cool. These demons yeah. know what's up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So as much as uh, Wrath or Roth is putting on his show and, and, you know, saying, like, I'm the equal of you, Solomon. I have all these legions of demons below me, et cetera. And I'm not mm-hmm. I'm not trying to, you know, put this off for myself. I'm thinking about them. Um, mm-hmm. Solomon does use his ring and he convinces um, he not convinced he compels Roth. Quote unquote convinces. <laughs> and so yeah. he's his all these legions. Right. So, um, yeah, it is a little bit like, OK, if you kill the queen vampire, then all the other vampires die with you. Um, sure, yeah. So once you get Wrath, you get all the demons under him. And so ah. he's like, great, you're going to be the woodcutters. You're going to go and clear the forests and, and uh, get me this wood. And Wrath, you're not out of this. You're not just going to like supervise. You have to use the sharp lion bear teeth of yours and cut down trees with your teeth. Interesting. Yeah. So it feels like he gets off pretty easily. Maybe maybe Solomon does see him as an equal amongst kings because yeah. he doesn't get punished, really. He just has to do some work. Right, cutting down trees, yeah. right? I do want to see him, you know, in a hard hat, <laughs> like on his hind legs, right. you know, like the front front paws folded, you know, just, just uh, you know, um, mm-hmm. uh, supervising uh, like his, his legion of demons, mm-hmm. and, you know, and they're just like, they're all just kind of like sawing the, sawing the trees down and everything. <laughs> right, he's but, got uh, his thermos. <laughs> yeah. And he's looking at his watch. <laughs> right. But then, you know, Solomon walks by and he's like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> he gets on his hind legs and starts. Yeah. <laughs> Starts chopping down a, a, a tree right next to the steep. Well, yeah, if he's smart, he has to keep a tree around him at all times so that if yes. Solomon comes by. Right. And it's almost it's almost uh, cut all the way through, right? Mm-hmm. So the right when Solomon walks by, it's like, Timber! It's like, oh, boy, Wrath, you're just, you're working, you're working real hard, real right? Hard. Oh, hardly working. Ah, finger guns. Yeah. 
And we don't know anything about like um, forcing wrath, forcing this lion to to cut trees. Like again, I, I like I keep on trying to be like, okay, there's there's got to be some kind of like irony in in the the jobs that he's making these demons mm-hmm. do. But I can't think of anything for 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 wrath. I don't know because we've already used water on. He's a lion, right? He doesn't like water. <laughs> so I, you would think that would be the we've one. We've already right? used that. You gotta, you gotta walk around uh, the roof of the temple and not knock off any of these <laughs> clay pots filled with water, and see see how long you can stand right. doing that. Right. Great. Yeah. Okay, and it, I think you have the the, the next All one right, too. So still me. All right. So we have. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I wanted to pick, and I like the animals, so I picked another mm-hmm. one. And this is the demons, the demon seahorse. So that's a question about whether that's you know two words seahorse or seahorse as a combined. Uh-huh. Um, you've seen regular seahorses as we know them, right? I see horses. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, um, you know, a seahorse itself, um, uh-huh. it's called a hippocampus. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And so it's like hippo is a horse and campus, I guess, is the sea part of it. Um, Wait, hippo is a horse? This is getting really confusing now. Yes, hippo means horse, doesn't it? I, like a hippo- I was unaware. Like a hippodrome. I always thought hippo meant hippo. <laughs> That's a hippopotamus. Yes. That's a river horse. <laughs> oh! <laughs> And a, now it all makes sense. And a hippodrome is the building the Romans would build. Uh, that's a, a horse race track. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So hippo is a, they called it a horse. Obviously, it's not a horse. Uh-huh. But so the hippocampus in your brain, you know, the, that mm-hmm. part of your brain, that's, well, it's a gland that's attached to your brain, if I'm thinking about it correctly, right? right. It looks like a seahorse, which is why they called it that, because it's this curly sort of S shape. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. So our horse demon of the sea... <laughs> <laughs> doesn't mm-hmm. isn't given a name really in here um mm. yeah so it's something like kuno kunos pastone which is sort of greek or kuno pegos mm-hmm. as some people love but it doesn't quite say like that is my name so that's a little unusual because most of it that's what yeah. a solomon does solomon's like you have to tell me your name um right. as we might be i'm predicting the future talk about mm-hmm. in the protestant tradition of delivering exorcism right. <laughs> in the, yes, yes mm-hmm. i'm just having a vision here then the future this right. will happen that we talked about like being really important in delivering exercise uh, delivering um right yeah praying deliverance is that you need to have the, deliverance, the yeah. name of the demons bay himself so he doesn't quite say yeah. that he says those on earth call me kunos paston which is not quite the same thing as like this is who i am right right hmm. so this is from verse 67 okay and having praised God, I commanded another spirit to come before me. And there came before me my face another demon, having in front the shape of a horse, but behind of a fish. And he had a mighty voice and said to me, O King Solomon, I am a fierce spirit of the sea, and I am greedy of gold and silver. I am such a spirit as rounds itself and comes over the expanses of the water of the sea. And I trip up the men who sail thereon, for I round myself into a wave and transform myself and then throw myself on ships and come right in on them. And that is my business and my way of getting hold of money and men. For I take the men and whirl them round with myself and hurl them out of the sea. For I am not covetous of men's bodies, but cast them up out of the sea so far. But since Beelzebul, ruler of the spirits of air and of those under the earth, and lord of the earthly ones, hath a joint kingship with us in respect of the deeds of each of one of us, therefore I went up from the sea to get a certain outlook in his company. So hmm. I think it's so again, the text says he has the face of a horse or the head of the horse and the the body of a fish. Yeah, that's a that's a little bit more vague than 
then I was understand because like I always like you see pictures of this right. guy and it's a sea it's a giant sea it's a giant seahorse which is what it's, I would prefer dem- it to be right <laughs> <laughs> it's as it's as demonic as you can make a seahorse mm-hmm. which is not very. <laughs> Well, yes, he's different from some other of our demons here. <laughs> yeah, um, I've I've seen Kunopegos being translated as dog flow, which I don't know what that means either. Okay. Uh, but but yeah, so he has a body of a fish. But again, like we have trouble. I'm not sure in the translation whether this use of fish is the same as whale or sea monster. Right. So if it's okay. a if mm-hmm. it's the face of a horse, but he's a sea monster underneath, that would mm-hmm. be a little bit different than a fish. I yeah. Suppose. Yeah. So he preys on sailors, and the reason he does is because he likes money. <laughs> Again, we got these these uh, these demons who are like all about the money. It's like, what are you what are you going to do, you gonna with, do the with, money? with that money? I don't know. I mean, why does Smog need money in the book? In um, uh, that one book. <laughs> oh yes, Smog. Smog. Right? Yeah, yeah, Smog or Smog. Yeah. Give me the name mm-hmm. of this goddamn. What's it called? The book that was Smog. With the, uh, the, Hobbit. the Hobbit. Thank you very much. With the little elf people who aren't elves. They're hobbits. No, the little hobbits. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> hey, I'm older than you <laughs> by a couple of months. <laughs> so why yes. why does Smaug need gold? I, well, that, well, that, that goes way back. Mm-hmm. That's like, you know, dragons love to like have their hoard of, uh, of gold and sleep on it yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. But so, we don't uh, really. It's I, just sort of instinctual for them. Yeah, I, well, I, I, I think it's just like a metaphor for like, like a greedy person is like a dragon with his horn mm-hmm. or something like. All that. right, like oh, dragon dragons are like the personification of greed. All right, so that's like what that. this is in the sea. Okay. <laughs> he takes the gold. He doesn't say where he puts it, where he mm-hmm. keeps it, how he keeps it from floating away. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, um, in, his, in his little in his little seahorse pouch. <laughs> oh like, yeah, that's where they keep the yeah, babies. Like, mm-hmm, Have you ever yeah. seen that? The seahorse giving birth. No, I have oh, not. Oh, that you've got to you've got to Google. It's really amazing. So it's okay. actually the um, the female lays the eggs in right. the male's pouch, and so uh-huh. the, it's the so you know they are fish, so they're not like mm-hmm. giving live birth exactly, but that's essentially what's going on. So they they lay the fertilized eggs in the male's pouch, and then he starts spasming them out, and they you know they've hatched from their eggs, and they're going all over the place. And so it so it seems like the male is giving live. Yes, birth. it's really really cool. Right, I, I think I think mm. that. I think scientists say it that way anyways, because that's sort of, you know, <laughs> for, for a lot of intents and purposes, but that's not what's happening. It's not giving live birth. It's it, the right. eggs have hatched in the pouch. And then he's like, you guys got to get out of here. <laughs> You're mm-hmm. weighing me down. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I got to take typical a look at that. Dance, yeah. Take right. a look at that. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So he, he preys on sailors. He makes them seasick, even if he doesn't attack them. So he's, he's responsible. If for anyone who's read this story and has been seasick mm-hmm. on the ocean, that's him. That's his job. Yeah. Um, he wrecks ships. He takes their money. He he. Um, unlike a, I saw some interpretation that like there was an idea of good piracy at this point. Like the the pirate code was to take the money but leave people alive. Oh. Okay. And this All guy, right. which yeah, which wouldn't be like our idea, like the golden age of piracy that we know. Like they would kill. Right. Um, yeah. But yeah, so this guy, he's especially evil with his piracy because he takes the money and still kills them. So he takes basically the ransom. Mm-hmm. And then violates the ransom agreement and kills them anyways. Aha, yeah, so not a good go. deal, this Kunapegos. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I like this, right? So, like, okay, Beelzebub and I have a, have a deal. Like, he, as we have said in um, the earlier part of the Testament, he rules the land and the air and the demons who yeah. are up there. But I, the demon seahorse, rule the sea and all the demons down here, if there are any. Uh-huh. So he's he's the the 
associate of Beelzebub. <laughs> yeah, he's in his, that's what he says. I don't know how Beelzebub talks about him, right? <laughs> oh yeah, right. It's like he's one. He's one of those references. It's like don't don't uh, like. Do we have permission to to reach out to this reference? Like on the resume, it's like no, no, no. 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 <laughs> but we're buds. We're but, you know we're yeah we're, we are we are absolute buds, right? But don't call him, please. Right. Uh, yeah, so he's like the Poseidon in this in this pantheon that the author of uh, the Testament of Solomon, Solomon is making. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. yeah. So then he also, he transforms into waves and he says that I am, I am the sea. And like the sea is an inherently evil place because I am it. Interesting. And it okay. kind of contradicts itself because he can, he can turn into waves, but he also is the waves. He also is the mm-hmm. sea. And then as we see uh, in a second, like, there's some contradiction there because one of the ways that he tries to get out. So I've, I've accidentally picked three demons whose whole thing is like, I don't, I don't want to work on the temple and you can't make me (laughs) (laughs) right. It's like, I don't have any skills. Um, I can't do it because it's going to impact my employees who already have contracts with me. Right. Oh, like I'm a leader. Not I really, really love to help you here. Right. Yeah. So Kunipegos, uh, the seahorse uh-huh. demon, like he is talking to um, to Solomon. He's been like all the other ones. Beelzebub has commanded him to go talk to Solomon. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, near the end of his story, right, he's like, mm-hmm. but I can't help you build the temple because I am a seahorse and I need to be in water to survive. Uh-huh. Now, do you see any trouble with that so far? Um yeah, how is he like appearing before Solomon <laughs> right, right exactly. Now? That's never explained. <laughs> so that's never gone over. And, so, and Solomon is like, hmm, you know, <laughs> like, huh, that's a really interesting thing. But Solomon, in his wisdom, uh-huh. comes up with a solution to this, which is what? With, with great Solomonic wisdom. Think with of something Solomon. here, uh, Lester. Come Solomonic responsibility. <laughs> no. Which, which Solomon obviously doesn't exercise. Um <laughs> Oh, I, I actually, yeah, I don't know the end of this. Of but this what would you, but, uh, you know, think bit. about this. What's the great wisdom that Solomon would do? So, so Kunipego says, I can't be around here because I have to be in water. He would fill up a giant bathtub. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Wait, real, what? So Solomon, in all his wisdom, uh, uh-huh. gets his men to build a vial and he fills it with 10 jars of water, whatever that means. Okay. So yeah, like how much is a jar? Right, exactly. This, this so context, even like yeah. the biggest jar you've ever seen in your life, mm-hmm, ten mm-hmm. of those is enough to fit this seahorse demon in. Interesting. Okay. So yeah, so then he gets to be there and he um he gets to help them. It's it, they once once we get like Solomon um solving that that riddle of the ages <laughs> of uh-huh. how to get this seahorse to be around him on land because he he um needs water. Uh mm-hmm. it doesn't really exactly say like well, now what does the seahorse guy do? Right. Yeah. This seems this seems like a like um, uh, an Obizuth, uh situation <laughs> where it's like, well, I can't like like I can't set you to work, right. but you can't go back to doing what you were <laughs> right, doing. Exactly. Like no more killing babies and no more like wrecking ships. So you're just gonna like be an ornament at the front of my temple, right? You know where people see it's like, hey, there's no more, there's no more. Um, um, you know, problems with childbirth and there's no more problems with the with, sea because I have those yeah, problems. We right will here. never lose any ships to sea again. Yeah. Right. So yeah. A, a vial of, of water with 10 jars of seawater of two measures each. So mm. 20 jugs full of water. Yeah. Whatever that would be is uh, what's holding this seahorse guy. Um, yeah. mm. And so it doesn't mention like this is we're not quite saying things like, OK, we're leaving part of the story. out. Like, what is his mm-hmm. angel? Um, that oh, yeah, frustrates it him. Say. It doesn't say in the in the testament. Um, 
this guy's you know this is a different kind of demon he lives in the sea (laughs) so extra textually so extra textually to this extra biblical testament of solomon and that's like extra extra (laughs) extra extra (laughs) right he is imf demon seahorse has no angel (laughs) oh no but we had to finish this someone has to write this down so yeah yeah, he's imf the sorcerer angel who studies magic Hmm. and um usually helps out white witches but i don't know where that's coming from that is from um the demonology wikia so I don't know where they're getting that, but they did somewhere. Okay. All right. So so I am if I am if I am if all right. So I am if and and uh, uh, this this unnamed seahorse. Who? Yeah. He says that you couldn't. Demon. It's a little bit like um, you couldn't possibly pronounce my name, but but man would call me Kunapegos. Aha. Okay. Hmm. Or Kunaspastin. Yeah. And it, it like so it is it is two words like so so the question is whether or not it's like. Seahorse mm-hmm. or seahorse, right. right? Just like just like we have the horse horseman <laughs> or, or the horse man. man. Yes. Yeah, we pick the more interesting one. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. So I think in this case, the more interesting one is a seahorse. One word. Gotcha. Oh yeah. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Right. Wait, that doesn't answer anything. Like which one? <laughs> the seahorse. One word. The one. The hippocampus. Oh, 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 yes, 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 yes that's right. <laughs> that gives uh, males mm-hmm. give live birth out of their pouches. That one, right? And that yeah. hold yeah. on so to, the yeah, the one. cute ones. They use a little curly tail to hold on to to um, seagrass reeds and Aww. stay together in the in the motion of the ocean. Ah, there we go. <laughs> nice. All right. Okay. So very, very interesting here, right? Um, and uh, yeah, so so you had uh, one, one of your demons was a lady mm-hmm. demon. Um, so continuing with our lady mm-hmm. demons, we have another one who seems to give uh, Solomon some pause. Um, this is Enepsigos. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, this is verse 64. And there came before my face another spirit, as it were a woman in the form she had. But on her shoulders she had two other heads with hands. And I asked her, and said, Tell me, who art thou? And she said to me, I am Enepsigos, who also have a myriad names. And I said to her, By what angel art thou frustrated? But she said to me, What seekest? What askest thou? I undergo changes, like the goddess I am called, and I change again, and pass into possession of another shape. And be not desirous, therefore, to know all that concerns me. But since thou art before me for this much, hearken. I have my abode in the moon, and for that reason I possess three forms. At times I am magically invoked by the wise as Kronos. At other times, in connection with those who bring me down, I come down and appear in another shape. The measure of the element is inexplicable and indefinable, and not to be frustrated. I then, changing into these three forms, come down and become such as thou seest me. But I am frustrated by the angel Rathaniel, who sits in the third heaven. This, then, is why I speak to thee. Yonder temple cannot contain me. So, again, we have another demon who's like, yeah, I'm not going (laughs) to do what you say. Solomon's not batting very well in this episode. Yeah, I guess not. Yeah. Um, he's like, no, I'm not going to do what you say. No, I'm not going to tell, like, you know, I will deign to tell you, you know, like what I'm all about, but uh, not because you ask me, right? Um, I have a lot of questions about this one. <laughs> about this okay. person here. Yeah. So, I don't know. She, she says that um, that she is Kronos. Is that what, what she's saying? So, I'm, I'm taking that to 
to maybe be a pun. Oh. Um, but we'll see. Okay. Uh, so, I, yeah, I did a little bit of research here. Um, so it is pretty roundly agreed that this is supposed to be um, Hecate or, uh-huh. or uh, uh, Hecate. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So she is the, uh, the the triple goddess of witchcraft in Greek mythology. Um, she's also the goddess of spirits, of the night, and of the moon. Um, she's probably the originator of the, the archetype of the triple goddess, mm-hmm. where you have like the young woman, the maiden, um, then you have the mother, and then you have uh, the wise old crone. Um, and it's understood that like not only are these important cycles in a woman's life, but Hecate personifies each of these archetypes, both um independently and as uh, three different beings, um, but also as one being. Much like uh, a woman might take on all three of those roles in her lifetime, mm-hmm. right? Like, so that, that's, how, that's how this goddess was seen originally, mm-hmm. right? As this, as this embodiment of the, of the three major stages of, of womanhood. And so in, yeah, of course, what are we going to do in this story about Solomon, mm-hmm. right? We're going we're to take that, uh, you know, that benevolent goddess and, and make it a right. demon, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, so so that's that's what we did, right? We we sort of went off the path a little bit, right? I'm sure we'll find some uh, some time to talk more about witchcraft and and Hecate later. Um, but yeah, like I guess it's time to get back to Solomon, <laughs> this guy. Um, so yeah, so 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 Solomon does what he always mm-hmm. does. Um, this is this is verse sixty five. I therefore, Solomon. God, I, almost, I almost thought he wasn't going to say it. Uh, I, therefore, Solomon, prayed to my God, and I invoked the angel of whom Epsinagos spoke to me, and used my seal. And I sealed her with the triple chain, and placed beneath her the fastening of the chain. I used the seal of God, and the spirit prophesied to me, saying, This is what thou, King Solomon, doest to us. But after a time thy kingdom shall be broken, and again, in season, this temple shall be riven asunder. And all Jerusalem shall be undone by the king of the Persians, and the Medes, and the Chaldeans. And the vessels of this temple which thou makest shall be put to servile uses of the gods, and along with them all the jars in which thou dost shut us up shall be broken by the hands of men. And then we shall go forth in great power hither and thither, and be disseminated all over the world. And we shall lead astray the inhabited world for a long season, until the Son of God is stretched upon the cross. For never before doth arise a king like unto him, one frustrating us all, whose mother shall not have contact with man. Who else can receive such authority over spirits, except he whom the first devil will seek to tempt, but will not prevail over? The number of his name is 644, which is Emmanuel. Wherefore, O King Solomon, thy time is evil, and thy years short and evil, and to thy servant shall thy kingdom be given. Mm-hmm. Hmm. <laughs> and interestingly, Inepsigo, or, or Hecate, um, doesn't fight back, but just sort of shakes her head at him, or her heads. <laughs> and she's like, why, why, why you do this to me, Solomon? <laughs> She she chastises mm-hmm. him and again predicts his downfall. Not only that, but she goes on to predict the fall of all mankind mm-hmm. and uh, the rise of the demons as evil and sin uh, reclaim the world, only to be undone when the Son of God is stretched upon upon the cross. Mm-hmm. Um, again, more proof that this was written way later, <laughs> right, and not by Solomon. Um, but like in the grand story, it seems pretty epic, right? right? We have the foretelling of Solomon's doom, um, and then that of all mankind, and a foreshadowing of of the coming uh, Christ, right? You know, pretty epic, right? Like, while not canon, this is certainly uh, like like 
pretty <laughs> right. yeah 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 it, it goes over <laughs> you know two thousand years of histories and falls and, and growth of empires and in, in, you know mm-hmm. one quick uh one quick swoop yeah yeah uh, now, our last demon that we're going to look at before wrapping this episode up uh, comes to us in the form of a giant. A giant what? <laughs> Ju- just a giant. <laughs> yeah, just like like literally like a giant, right? Um, he also doesn't have a name, or, or at least he does he does not give his name. I don't understand um, how Solomon get like how does he why does he let them get away with that? Isn't that the whole the, point? <laughs> this was like like he, he was starting out strong. <laughs> Right, getting right. these demons to to give their names, right. give their give their addresses, addresses, give like what signs they are, <laughs> right? Like like you know, Orneus is an Aquarius, yeah. right? How do you how you do know? you do a job interview without knowing their name? Yeah, the very this is like very very. Mm, I don't know. Um, Where are we sending your paychecks? Whoever your name yes, is, <laughs> right? Pay to the order of um, you know, yeah, yeah. Of um, you, buddy, of, of this hey, guy, right? chief. Yeah. <laughs> so I see I see Solomon in his office. He's like, okay. <laughs> Pay to the order of the demon in the shape of a seahorse or a sea horse. Address? The sea. But I thought he was the sea. <laughs> oh, no, wait. No, I can just bring this to him. He's right outside the temple. <laughs> that's right. Oh, that's true. Now, now he lives in a big tub in the temple. Yeah. Yeah, just Address, go throw it in there. big tub in the temple of <laughs> Solomon. Hey, that's me. He actually writes, hey, that's me. Amount, zero. <laughs> uh, minus meals and social security. And so, so it looks like this, this guy actually owes Solomon. Um, sure. Quite He's a bit. to pay off those jars. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> The real enemy in the Testament of Solomon <laughs> is Solomon. <laughs> <laughs> I like how we both essentially said the ba- the same thing. <laughs> right. In this version of, of, of Solomon in the Bible, he's not all capitalistic, but right, right, here yeah. he's a landlord and he's a, he forms a company town mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and makes them live at their, at their job. Yep. 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 <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. Okay. So, so yeah. So this, this guy, this guy is a giant. Um, this next demon, um, Solomon asks who he is, and he says that he is a lustful spirit risen from a dead giant in the time of giants, which scholars have taken to mean that he is a ghost of one of the Nephilim. Keenan, have you heard of these guys? No, a Nephilim. Uh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So this is from another apocryphal text. This is uh, the, the the book of Enoch. Um, the Nephilim were a race of giants who were the products of lustful angels, or sometimes uh, fallen angels, um, who slept with mortal women, hmm. and then those uh, uh, mortal women gave birth to uh, monsters called the Nephilim, which which are believed to be like some sort of like monstrous giant. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, but this, yeah, th- this is all highly speculative from what the text gives us, right? The text actually says something like uh, the sons of God, right, often interpreted as angels, uh, lay with the daughters of man, which is often interpreted as humans. Um, but some theorize that they're talking about the children uh, or, or grandchildren of Cain and Abel, mm-hmm. right? So like sons of God, obviously, you know, obviously like Abel's kids, right? And the sons of man or like, like you know, without God, 
you know, would be the sons of Cain. So that's another idea is that like, like, oh, this was like a great calamity that, you know, um, the ancestors of Abel and the ancestors of Cain, like, you know, had children, right? And this was like, you know, in God's eyes, this was terrible. Yeah, um, I've never understood that. I mean, I, I, I see how it works literarily, I suppose, but like, mm-hmm. you know, um, Cain did a bad thing. And so all of his kids are bad. That doesn't seem even, yeah. like, it doesn't even seem to jibe with uh, Judaism. Yeah. Well, okay, but there's, there's also like another hole in that. Mm-hmm. Um, did Abel already have children before Cain killed him? <laughs> oh, you. <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, Look at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you're right. Because <laughs> they were, they were, they were supposed to be like, mm-hmm. like children themselves. Yeah, weren't that's they? the idea, right? Usually. Yeah. And then where's where are Seth's kids and all of this? Right, right. Does Seth have kids? So that's who they mean. They just call them Abel's kids because Seth isn't bad. Oh yeah, could have been. Could have been Seth. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So, so all of this, yeah, very, very speculative. Um, but like the popular belief is that, you know, angels got with, with human women mm-hmm. and gave birth to these monsters called the Nephilim, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So that's, that's the most popular interpretation. Um, and, and they were, they were, and, and these Nephilim, they were either killed in the flood mm-hmm. or it's also told how like the angel Gabriel came down and got them to fight and kill each other. Mm-hmm. Right. So again, we have some like contradicting texts. Um, right. But that's why there are no more Nephilim anywhere <laughs> because either the flood or because of Gabriel. Mm-hmm. Right? right. Yeah. Right. So in any case, this guy apparently is the ghost of one of those guys. Right. He's the ghost of a Nephilim. Right. <laughs> um, and his thing is that he hides in graves uh, that people try to rob and he takes the form of the dead. And when the grave robbers come to, uh, uh, you know, to, to get the treasure, he jumps out and, <laughs> and kills them um, or, or causes them to be possessed by other demons. Mm-hmm. So Solomon asks him, like he does with all the others, right? Like what angel frustrates him? And once again, right, this guy is also thwarted by none other than <laughs> Jesus. It's cheating at this point. <laughs> this is... I'm seeing a pattern here. It's like you have you have these demons that show up. They say, no, we're not going to uh, uh-huh. like bow and scrape to you, Solomon. Mm-hmm. And who's your angel? It's like, oh, Jesus. Mm-hmm. Or maybe that's what they're doing. It's like, okay, so who's your angel? It's like, oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Okay. <laughs> right. Scribe, write that down. It's Jesus. <laughs> right? No, no, no. I meant, I mean, uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so so he is so so this guy is thwarted by Jesus, um, referred in the text only as the Savior. Um, mm-hmm. But then this guy goes uh, further and says that all you have to do to get rid of of him, the the, the ghost of the giant, mm-hmm. um, is to write the number of Emmanuel on your forehead, and that'll be enough to send him running. So oh, okay, yeah. So folks, next time you're um, grave robbing. <laughs> Just remember, right? If that skeleton in the corner jumps out at you, right? Right? Just just take your hat off and let him see the number of Emmanuel on your forehead, <laughs> and you'll scare him. Um, right. So, like, yeah, when you're um, you're Link and you're in a little dungeon, uh huh, and you open up a a little treasure chest, but it's right. it's not a real treasure <laughs> chest. <laughs> it's a monster in there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> take off your just, little elf cap. Exactly. Right. <laughs> And they'll be like, ah, Emmanuel. <laughs> and then he'll and then he'll, you know, skitter away. Right. With his, all his bones clacking, right? Yeah. But but folks, please, um, yeah. So when you're when you're in those in those uh those graves and everything and, and a skeleton does jump out at you, please do not touch 
the Nephilim scare actors. Um, <laughs> exactly. They are performers. Yes. They are not going. They are not going to touch you. And if you do violate any of these rules, uh, the lights will come on and, <laughs> in the tomb, and and an angel will escort you out, and you will not get a refund. Yeah. <laughs> right. These uh. these Nephilim scare actors are very low paid. Mm-hmm. That should go without saying, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We've we've literally combined the word scare and actors into something that sounds like characters. Um, so yeah, so that that should tell you how much they're getting paid. Yeah, but yeah, so, but but I love the way that this one ends. This is this is the end of uh, verse seventy two. Mm-hmm. And I, Solomon, on hearing this and having glorified the Lord God, shut up this demon like the rest. So even he's tired by now. <laughs> It's like, you get it, you get it. Get, get, get out of here. Get, get out of here, right? He didn't even set him to work. Now now he's just, now he's doing that thing. Like this is this is your, you know, this is this is his second week of the job. Right. And he's just clicking through the emails. He's like, delete, <laughs> delete, 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 right? Well, he's, Greetings, Solomon. I am, delete. Right? <laughs> he's leaving his Pokedex fairly incomplete. Yes, right? He's, he's yeah, he, like, there's a new game that came out. He wants to, he wants to play that one now. Right. Yeah. Yeah. What is it? That dead by dead by daylight type game. Dead by daylight. Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 and risen by three days later. I don't know. <laughs> all right. And folks, that is all the time we have for this week. Uh, but we will be back next week with another installment of the Testament of Solomon. Um, we're getting close to the end here, Keenan. Do you think? Do you think we're going to have a happy ending here? I think the demon said we have a happy ending, and then centuries of of unhappy ending. <laughs> right, and then, and then another happy ending. Then another happy ending. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, the so happiest we'll see. ending that that supersedes all the other endings. Right, right. <laughs> um, but what about Solomon himself? The like. What kind of ending do we think he's going to I actually don't know. I didn't read Ooh. it. I'm not sure. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, folks who have read ahead, um, <laughs> you know what's coming up. You know what's coming up. Yeah. It's, uh, something about something about uh, Artemis and locusts. And, uh, I don't know. Okay. All right. All right. I'm excited. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, but that's it uh, for me, mm-hmm. Keenan. Uh, do you got anything else? No, I think we got it. All right, folks, this has been another excellent Exorcist Minute. I've been Lester Ryan Clark. You can reach me on all the socials as Lester Ryan Clark. And I've been Keenan Diaz. You can find me on Instagram and Letterboxd as Howdy Keenan. Yeah. We got our listener group, Compelling Conversations. Go check that out and request to join, and we'll let you in here with us. Thank you so much to everyone who has shared the show by word of mouth or on social media, and a big thank you to everyone who has given us a five-star ratings on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you listen to our show. We really appreciate that. It's going to help our little podcast grow and find more cool people like you. And yeah, folks, we just want to say thank you again for sticking with us, even though we're not talking about the movie at this time. We promise we're not going anywhere. We will start up our normal movie episodes after we have won this strike. We have episodes in the can, but we're we're standing in solidarity with SAG-AFTRA and the WGA. Okay, Keenan, are you thinking what I'm thinking? I think I am, Lester. Folks, until next time, the, the power, power of strike, strike compels you. you.